welcome to the Duel Podcast. We're here to entertain and inform a bit while talking about Digimon. I'm Mark, I run with the will. I'm A.R. Palver, and I'm not feasible to release at this time. Dev Q, and I'm very sleepy, and I have an entire jar of cocktail peanuts. It has been a week for Digimon, don't you think? More like a day and a half. Not even that. Let, let's let's go ahead and jump right into stuff because we have a lot to go over. So first off, in the middle of Digimon Con for us, Ghost Game Episode 20, and I'm 99% sure AR did the exact same thing I did. Card game, prepare for Ghost Game, Ghost Game, then back. Yeah, basically it was taking the uh, the parts of the, the con that I'm not really interested in, sneak out, watch the episodes... Sneak back in for something I'm interested. Duck back out right through a view. Yeah. And <laughs> Gamamon likes the theme park. Uh, although, I think they can stop telling us that, oh, they're like, oh, it's the theme park. If they pretend to be holograms, they can just walk around freely. It's like, they do that every episode. Yeah, they do they, that they, anyway. They, they don't need to tell us that for the location when they're doing that anyways. Although, I do enjoy when someone like is like, can holograms get wet? Yeah, I, it's it's fun when they get real holograms into the picture for contrast. Yeah. And then, the most important part of the episode, they drew churros. Oh, I want churros. Churros are indeed delicious. Very important part of going to a theme park. Anytime I go to a theme park, one of my goals is literally just like, you know, like Terminator vision looking for churros. Huh, I've really sort of... pretty much never seen churros at a theme park here. Really? Uh, yeah. I really go to theme parks, like fairs. Yeah, absolutely. You're going for all the fried sugar. Yeah. And They're then... not really that popular here. You live in a weird place, Dev. I, 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 don't, I, do, I don't ever want to visit where you are if you go to a theme park and there are not churros. I, I, I mean, you can I, get churros at a Taco Bell, but... Yeah, same. I mean, we fry everything, so it's not hard to get a hold of. Yeah. We get the spinning teacups, and Jellymon gets nabbed by Saber Jamon and Dark. <laughs> that those Jellymon faces, someone had way too much fun animating. <laughs> <laughs> then Kiyoshiro gets caught in the fire, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be interesting." It's like, no, this is a way to write him out of yeah, the episode. Hey, they needed to get him out of the episode. I mean, I suppose it sort of it is plot the point of that, but no, it was to get him out of the episode. Yes. And then yeah. Jellymon electrocutes him, the Digimon leave, and Kyosho is just like, yeah, what's going on with this fire here? And just, uh, and Goramon has given up on the theme park and is reading a book. Mm-hmm. Then the Digimon show up and we get the fields. I like the field swap when it's just done and they don't stop to tell us they're doing it. Yeah, they didn't belabor on the whole, oh my god, they're going to endanger people. It's like, no, just push the damn button. Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. I yeah. like that because they've had a tendency to stop and go, oh, we need to swap to the pseudo-digital space to protect everyone. Instead, he's just like, ah, fuck it, whack. Yeah, it's like Rudy's yep. friends were in that episode ready to be in danger. It's like, nope. Just skip that part. Yeah. And we have nothing to contribute to that angle right now. And also, very nice to have the Digimon actually comment on the field, because generically, a few of them have looked around a bit odd, 
but it's never been clear, like, are they confused by the idea, or do they just think they've moved? And here, they clearly don't know what the hell's going on. The yeah. fuck is this, human? And they just ignore it, and they just start screaming they want Black Tailmon, and then, hey, look, it's Wesson. Yeah, okay. And then Wesson just like pick him up and his like little tiny legs just flailing about in the air. And then we get what appears to be a translation oddity. They start to call, I believe they call it a fire trap. Sort of, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be the episode title. Because the prison of fire, fire trap, I'm pretty sure those are meant to be the same thing. It It works either way. Yeah. But it feels like those although are meant to be the same. Although thing. it's worth pointing out that the uh, primary focus was on the characters that were not in the fire trap. Yes. And then... And that one guy just fucking died. He did. We'll get back to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, They really don't give a shit about Gamamon at all, minus that they know the kid has a white Digimon. Like, it's actually kind of interesting just how little they care about anything outside of their goal and it's kind of nice to get villains isn't the right word but characters who have that like one dimensional no we're going for this we don't care otherwise that's that's again the rumor mill whatever's going on in the background cluing them into Hiro and Gamelon they're yeah. the ones who will lead you to the promised land for whatever you're looking for yeah and then oddly during that fight was that was was that new music based on the Avant song I don't think we've heard that before, have we? I don't remember. Yeah. Honestly, th- I had the volume kind of low because there were other people in the room, so okay. I, you know. And I very, I very much liked Saber Jermon's dive kick. Yeah, that was pretty good for Ghost Game level. This was really good action. Yeah, Simbare. We did not see him evolve, correct? No, he did not nope. get an evolution. Okay, okay, that's what I thought. And... Like, in my head, I'm like, okay, he just showed up, but then I'm like, or did I just forget? Nope. And not having much luck with the trap, Jellymon isn't. I like Gamamon telling Hero to go hide, and it's for the first time. To me, it's the first time Gamamon showing actual, like, agency as a character. Yeah, this was this was a big Gamamon episode just to show, just to show that he is beginning to get that grasp of not only some self-control, but a little bit of leadership. Yeah. Cause any other time there's been care, it's been a gag or it's been him standing there. Sad. This is the first time it felt like he was a character to me. Mm-hmm. And so, hero seems his priority was getting to safety. Gamon was like, no, that's not going to work here. Yeah. And then the light from the Digivice was definitely different this time. Am I right? It felt it like it, yeah. White-ish. Yeah, I don't remember that happening before. And then we get Betel. At I, I like Dark Lizardmon just being confused at the idea that he not only could evolve, but now he's a different Digimon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also like that he points like, oh, he turned back. Okay. Yeah. That's been a yeah, that's been a recurring thing. Good to have some more callback to that. Then he gets knocked down again, evolves again to Kaos. I like Sabertron actually being upset that yeah. he that like he's dealing with a flying Digimon. It's like he's like kind of upset about it. Gamamon's just I am very offended. Yeah. He is cheating, and I love it. Yeah, then we get the explanation finally. They just there's no place for them. They just want to fucking go home. They don't they tried to save the guy, the guy died. 
it, it was assumed they did it. They, they just want to fucking go home. It's mm-hmm. but and to go back to Gamamon a little bit before we get to that, yeah. that there is a nice, a very nice um, bit of suspense there, just because it does seem to be teasing yes. the idea of Gulu's. Yes, because just because of Gamamon's disposition and the hero kind of freaking out about it, it's a good tease. And a good decision not to execute because that's the point of that is that Gamamon can do all this without having to go there. Yeah, and then we f- the you know we like I said we get the proper explanation. They use the fire trap to try to protect the guy, and you know the guy freaked out, and then he uh, Thanosed himself. <laughs> it's funny. It, it's funny that all these Digimon that have been trying to do the good thing that everyone thinks is is. You know, that is actually kind of the stupid thing. Here they're doing the good, the right thing for the right reasons, and everyone hates them for it. Yeah. And then, you know, we get the nice little line about how when Digimon die, they become Digitama. Humans don't. It was well handled. Yeah. And yeah. They, they just, they just want to go home. They don't want to deal with the shit. It's not their world. They don't have a place in it. They're not like Gamamon where they can s- sort of fit in in their own they're way. They're not, yeah. They're not, they're not cute and tiny and good at slicing lemons. They're, yeah. They can just, they just need to go. Uh, of course, all yeah, that. They don't have like a book club. They don't have tea parties. <laughs> they, don't have, they, they can't, they can't uh, go to Pokemon's old research consortium. Yeah. And here's where the episode, I think, trips a bit. When he properly tries to convince them after all this that he just doesn't know, and they kind of flip out a bit after we get, like, the reason-headed explanation. Yeah, well, I think that... It's also, like, reasonable on their end, because it's like, why should we believe you? Or, at the same point, it's like, we put all of our hope into this. Oh, sure. But by by their own thing, they're going off vague rumors. They don't even know that Gamamon evolves into... They're going off vague rumors that this kid apparently knows Black Tailmon. Yeah, but it's, you know, that's enough of a hope for them that when it's bashed, that they're kind of... They're understandably yeah. disappointed by it, and they don't seem like they do seem to be a bit temperamental. Yes, even if they are ultimately okay, Digimon. Then battle again, and then we get the pseudo explanation that apparently Gamamon is in fact doing this all at will now. Yes. Yeah. Um. Then the tour is sad because they can't go home, and then all the holograms just walking up is creepy because that like doesn't even fit with black tailmon showing up in the past. <laughs> like, yeah, that was just style and black tailmon just kind of standing there and she looks a bit upset and even otter. Am I wrong? Or did they draw black tailmon's eyes differently this time? Cause th- they, they have have just more shadows. No, no, no. Cause they, uh, Uber had yellow eyes. Didn't they? No, I think it was just well, like little black. Also, it's also, I think the first time, She's been out in the daytime, so I I guess yeah yeah I guess so. Uh, we get the the tip of the hat, which for some reason I was just very amused by. Dark Lizardmon apologizes. They go through the portal, and then portal vanishes, and then just done. Jellymon's upset. She didn't get revenge, and Gormon says his puffy thing. Hero contemplates. Dark Lizamon, Pokemon. I like the. I, I I think the contemplation's good. I think that that's hero content- to put it together. Like this is this is all this is at the point of giving hero a new want, which I think he needs at this point because the whole dad thing is kind of going nowhere. Especially since they kind of forget to bring up the dad thing a lot. 
Like, and also, he seems kind of indifferent about things now with his dad. It's like, yeah, I, might find him, I might find him, I might not. It's not going to ruin my I life. I think he's life. indifferent about it now that they know he knows for a fact his dad isn't dead as Pokemon <laughs> theorized. <laughs> and it's apparent... His dad's like, just oh, screwing dad's around. Yes. Postcards. Yes. Yeah. His, yeah, his dad's fucking around, and he kind of is like, okay, whatever, I, I have my own shit to deal with. You go ahead and fuck around. Mm-hmm. And... Then, end of episode, and good episode, but I, I liked it, but man, it feels like this one, as being a better episode, you also see, like, the cracks of other episodes flashing through. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I mean, this it does... Like, this is it, where, if this wasn't, like, the fourth episode with story in it, I would, this would be, like, a great episode, but instead, we just, I just kind of... Like, I'm happy with it, but I also just get the shadows of all the problems we're at. Yeah, I mean, and after so many episodes with, with you know, failed climaxes, this is another one that doesn't have a, a climax, you know, a, you know, an actual action climax. And I think that this, I, I think that the lack of real action prior to this helps this episode, but it sure doesn't do any favors for all the previous episodes. It, if we hadn't gotten all the episodes with the walking away ending, this one would have hit a lot harder because basically every episode ends with, and now we're friends or someone walks away going cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. If, if a good number of those episodes had ended with an actual battle. And then this one was them sadly walking away, apologizing for what they had done. Just happy. They get to go home. It would have hit a lot harder. Instead, this is just something we've seen 20 times. Also, also that those previous times were also opportunities for Hiro to maybe piece it together and needed something this obvious for him yeah. to go, okay, maybe this whole Digimon coming to the real world is a problem that we should maybe look into addressing. None of the characters are that, none be, of the characters are that concerned be about things. Well, there has to be a like he's finally starting to piece together that there has to be a better way to handle this. Probably, but we'll see if that's something that sticks, or if it's like when Glue showed up, and then the show couldn't decide if this was a concern or not. Uh, I mean, Hero's definitely been concerned about it, but no, th- I'm saying. There's episodes where he's been completely unconcerned, and then the next episode, oh, him being yeah. concerned is a focus, where the show can't decide if he's cons- if it's a problem or not, is what I mean. Yeah, it's. I think it's been hanging over him more than you might think. Like, sometimes they kind of keep it subtle. Like, it clearly was in play this episode, oh, even no, though it absolutely. never came up. Yes. And then, to finish off this episode, uh, Saber Jermon's... Messiah Takatsuki, who's Magnamon in Cyber Sleuth, Manbomon in Adventure 2020, and Unimon earlier in Ghost Game. That was the racing episode, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. I think so. Then Dark Lizardmon's uh, Ryoto Takeuchi, who's new to Digimon. Uh, he's Jack in the CGI Ultraman show, Albion in High School DxD, and Wakatoshi in Haikyuu. I have not watched any of those. It is very interesting when someone new pops up, and I'm like, okay, I need to find a few shows to mention that people might know. And it's just a huge fucking list. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's, it's like, okay, what are three that maybe have come up elsewhere? Anyway, yeah, dude exactly. Dude was in stuff, moving on. Yes. And then episode 21, The Spider's Lure, we get Aru Kenimon. Does, 
does also yeah. does not feel like a very uh, plot and forward episode. Well, see, because here's the thing: the descriptions and the previews have often been so different than what we expect. This is the, we'll uh, uh, this is an episode where if something plot related happens, I will be pleasantly surprised. This feels like es- this feels like Escape the Creepy Spider episode. And it's nice because we actually have no description for this episode. We only have the preview. Oh, is this one of the in between ones where we don't? Yes, have that's have one of the ones. Intro? That's nice. one of the ones where we got the title and the date, and that was it. So literally, all people can do is go the spider. Does that mean Mummy Mon's gonna show up? And that's basically all people can come up with is maybe Mummy Mon will show up because zero two. Oh, so we'll see. That'd it's, be a fun reference. Like someone gets bit, and it's like I am a doctor. That's so. Have to amputate. Yeah. That's so eye-rolling, yet they might do it. And the Doctor thing comes up, because in V-Jump, the two pages that Ghost Game got were, we're going to ask some questions to the director. We haven't gone through and translated them all, but I went ahead and pulled some of the fun, some of the more interesting questions, just to show that it's kind of fluff, basically. How many followers does it really have on social media? Are there hologram ghosts outside of Japan? Where is Hero's mother? Why does Gamamon have multiple evolution paths? I hate when they put those ones in because the the answer was literally just that's, just, that's the plot of the story. Like that's the whole series yeah. right now. But here's the thing: literally, literally, the answer was was mm, maybe you'll find yeah. out in the show. Is Mummy like, Mon- now the next two are ones that I actually like? Is Mummy Mon properly learning about modern medicine? <laughs> and, yes, he's, yes, he's, and, he's a resident intern right now. I don't know. And the interesting one to me was were the Digimon from Nightly Procession of Monsters safely returned to the digital world? The answer to that one was roughly they were definitely returned to the digital world, but who knows where or if where they went to was safe. But they definitely got to the digital world. Or if mm. Phantomon, Metal Phantomon, just decided to like axe murder them anyway. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he went through the portal, did he? I mean, he must have. He's not there anymore. Something happened to him. And they sure didn't beat him. Do we know that he's not there? Because it was a he was showing up for the race. The race isn't happening. because I, I thought that Tailmon just swallowed everybody up. You're probably right. I just don't remember because that was a while ago. I, I just assume I don't remember. And they put that weird little smiling Gamamon in the corner looking up at the questions and answers. Hmm. They like using that image, Evan. It's a good image. It is. He is, baby. And then we start with the deluge. So <laughs> so there was a lot at Digimon Con. So first we're going to do kind of like... Actual news. The actual like hitters to discuss before we go into it generically. So first up, the Digimon Adventure dub was announced. We have... We already had confirmation of new cast, but we know cast members now. Zeno yeah. Robinson is Ty. Ben Diskin is uh, Agumon. Yeah. I heard that trailer, and as soon as Agumon started talking, I'm like, oh, that's Ben Diskin. Yeah. So so here's the interesting. Let's go over the voices here. Uh, Zeno sure. Robinson, his tie's a little bit sharper than what we tend to expect for Ty that you know, Joshua Seth did, Jason Spizak did. I, yeah, I had no, and I had no problems with this tie. I have tie. He I, sounded great. He sounds honestly. great. I need to get used. I need to decide if I think the voice is a bit too sharp, or if I'm just so used to hearing Joshua Seth that any voice that isn't Joshua Seth just sounds weird at first. Well, I, I think that in this case, you know, it's, I don't want to compare it to Josh Seth. I want to compare it to 
reboot Tai Chi's Japanese. Well, I have to comp- I have to compare it to Joshua well, Seth because he it he compared when, it to I'm saying Zeno Robinson compared it to Joshua well, Seth. Yeah, I mean, I, it's going to be really hard to match Joshua Seth. No, absolutely. Tone. And, and to be and to be fair, he's not trying to match it. I'm just more yeah. commenting on the idea of I don't know if I find the voice a bit sharp or if it's just different and I'm getting used to it. Yeah. No, that one that one I got I like I like the voice. Like, like, I like the voice. I just need to get, hear it more to get used to it, I think is what's going cuz there's a certain sharpness to his cadence that I'm not quite used to. Mm-hmm. And with Zeno, but with Zeno especially, like this is what we were talking about when you know we're like you want asked, a like, different cadence fan- and a different voice. When, well, and when we were being asked to like fan cast this, it's like no because they could get like anybody, and there's a bunch of people we would never have considered. Like yes. I, I had no idea who this guy was. Uh, I know, very, I know who he is. It's not I a voice. I, I would have thought of him for Agumon, to be honest. That's fair. But like I mean, now I know that he's like he's like go in in Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, he okay, has a, he has okay. a lot he has a lot he yeah, has a lot of big roles. Yeah, but but anyway, it's like this is one where it's like I I don't I can't guess who it is. I don't really care who it is. Whoever it is, it's like yeah. whatever. Welcome to the family. No, yeah, and good. His good. his initial announcement was just great. Like he's so yeah. excited for this. No, exactly. And then uh, Ben Diskin, we all know. Uh, yes. Digimon fans always like seeing Ben Diskin. I'm not sure about this voice yet, to be honest. I need to hear it more because, to me, this voice comes across very much as English Chika Sakamoto, and I'm not quite sure how well it works for me. I need to hear it's, it more because here's the issue: Agumon talks a lot in this show. It's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting to see if he wears his voice out trying to do that. Yeah, for it's, 65 episodes. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I need to hear more because. I don't dislike the voice. It's just getting that in a short trailer. It's like mm-hmm. being kind of like hit in the throat because it's like, oh, I can feel that voice. Yeah, I like the idea of going for Chika Sakamoto more than Tom Fon. I think that's a pretty. I, I think that's it's an, an ambitious move. choice. Yeah, it's going to take some getting used to yes. though. Like this is what we mean by when you're looking for a when when we're talking about doing a you know a, a faithful you know, English equivalents. This is the kind of thing you, you got to watch out yes. for because now, a lot of people were looking for Tom Fon and yeah. this isn't going to be it. Now his great, the, what we only got like two words of his Greymon. His Greymon sounds great. I have no comment on it past that. I'm not worried about Greymon. No, no. the Agumon. The only reason I even consider the Agumon potentially an issue is there's a lot of Agumon talking in the show. Yeah. Yeah. And that can be, it's not a bad voice. It may be a painful voice for him mm-hmm. and for us. I need to hear a full episode before I can put together that's, my proper thoughts on the this voice. That's an important distinction because that sounds like that voice is, you know, Ben Diskin has to stretch for that voice. Chika yeah. Sakamoto doesn't really have to stretch for yeah. that voice. That's close to how she actually sounds. Yes. And of course the but other piece of your vocal cords. And the other key yeah. thing is is voices do tend to change in shows. Like if you listen to episode one of the Digimon dub or episode one of Futurama. Mm-hmm. And then you skip ahead half a year or a quarter of a year. Characters sound wildly different. Like Bender's on everyone's mind right now from Futurama. Right. If you listen to the first episode of Futurama, that does not sound like the Bender most people know. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't, don't say that because then they'll think that's okay to replace him. And I don't know why someone's arguing saying that Ben Diskin can handle Agumon. That's not what we were saying. Well, that's not what we're saying. It's, no, it's we, he can handle it. We're of... specifically talking about if A, he can hold the voice without causing himself pain, and yeah. B, if he can hold the voice without causing us pain. It's we a ha- lot more that that voice is a lot more strenuous to do than his cute man voice. Like yes. that cute man voice, any any good voice actor can yeah. do something along the, those lines. The cute man voice is him softening his voice. Yeah, and, and it, it it I don't believe that's a straining voice. Here he to his credit, I'm pretty sure he's pushing himself to the limit to do that voice, and it's rather impressive because you almost can't tell it's him. Almost. Um, almost it's not it's not, it's not what you imagine ben diskin playing which kind of skews into that you can hear it's him but it's not like that voice with agumon it you kind of more expect his shoutmon out of agumon to be honest yeah what i mean yeah like he could have and he honestly could have done something really and, close to shoutmon yeah. i think everyone would have been fine with it yeah like again it's chika sakamoto yeah like, there you go <laughs> yeah he pointed that out in his uh no, absolutely. In the, in the video. Yeah. And, and yeah, he's done at this point, he's done Digimon roles for 10 years. N- no one is worried about Ben Diskin in the least. Minus no. that, minus that we hope he has plenty of tea and apples and throat lozenges because that voice is going to cause some damage to him. Just get him like an entire jar of honey for every uh, recording session. Exactly. Um, or, or you know, don't and even then, like he might have a technique to to be able to do that voice. Like that was the thing with with the the Broadway version of of Beetlejuice. The Beetlejuice actor had to do a really scratchy voice, and he's like, "No, I have a technique to do that voice without ruining my yeah. vocal cords." Yeah, don't and, try it at home, but I've got this. Don't yeah. worry about me. <laughs> and then a few extra details. Uh, we know they're recording at Studiopolis once again, and mm-hmm. Ryan Johnston is Ryan John- returning. Johnston's back. Yeah. Did he do? Um, Does he try? So he only, or did he do? He direct. He directed. And... He directed try and ran the audio board most of the time for try. For, for Kazuna, okay. he ran. He ran the audio board. We're not a hundred percent sure about the director's situation for Kazuna because people definitely talked about there being, like, one person talked about. Before we knew who the directors were, one person was saying, yeah, the director's really nice. She told me to do this. She gave me direction. And then someone else would say, the director was great. He came back from a prior Digimon work where there's clearly multiple directors. I do not believe he was that, cr- the well, they primary credit. That, they pandemic. did that during yeah. COVID. So yes. yeah, that, that would track. Yeah. So I don't think we 100% know the Kazuna director situation, minus that there were multiple people. And I think only one was credited in the end. So, yeah. Uh, so he's definitely back. We'll see how that ends up tracking director-wise because show, there could be remote recording. He's back in some fashion. We'll see where that goes and we'll see who else pops up. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people you could... There's, and there's a lot of characters in this you could dub who didn't have a voice in the original if you wanted to. So it'll yeah, be interesting to see what yeah. happens here. I'm very curious to see. And then we get like, because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, 
he'll probably be cute mon again. It's like, I don't know. That's Let's... that's a very Agumon heavy episode. I'm curious to see what they do. Cause I could see yeah. it go I could see almost any voice being a coin flip one way or the other. Yeah, and it's not that's not a guarantee either. Like their no. Stephen Prince was was in fusion and wasn't Beelzebub. Yeah. So. Well, oh, well, the bet the be- I still think the best example is uh, Doug Erholtz was in Try as oh, a main character, yeah. and he wasn't. Yeah, they TK. didn't make him TK. Yeah, because my understanding is is he can still do that voice. It hurts a little, but I don't think he can pitch that voice down anymore to make yeah, him a bit older. That's a, that would be really tough for him to. Yeah. To to have a especially have a distinction between an older TK and yeah. Daigo. Yeah. So and it made sense. Have him play Daigo, he can do a bit of a deeper, smoother yeah. voice. And jo- everyone loves Johnny, Johnny Young Bosch. Yeah. yeah. Johnny Young Bosch is an easy casting to have people happy. Um so we have toys with this logo in April. <laughs> we we had inklings of this borderline half a year ago. They're announced, they announce it basically as like the signature announcement in a worldwide live stream, which you had the you had the Japanese live stream going. That guy used to be, it was like Mr. Ben was Shoutmon and now he's Agumon. It's Chika Sakamoto in reverse. <laughs> was basically Japanese I'm fans' so reaction. I'm so happy he pointed that out. Yeah. But no, even Japanese fans were pointing that out. Like I saw multiple tweets where if you tra- translate them at all, it's Mr. Ben, which oh, I assume, which I assume, which which I assume yeah. it was like Ben San, and it was just translating mm-hmm. it as Mr. Ben. But it was basically Ben San was Shoutmon ten years ago in the English version of Cross Wars, and now he's Agumon. It's Chika Sakamoto in reverse. It was very cute it's and kind very of fun, fun that they're they're keeping track of or looking that stuff up. That's yes. that's nice. Um, and then so. We're going to get more news from this, and it really feels sooner than later. Yeah. And to the chat, I would not 100% assume it's faithful yet. A lot can be different from trailer to show. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be... Oh, I assume it's going to be I, mostly faithful. I think it's going to be as faithful as, like, as like Try was. Yes. But even, ju- but even jumping back but 10 even years... Then they took, you know, but even they jumping back 10 years, liberties. we know certain things Diskin said back then was an attempt to make it more faithful. And yeah. I don't think anyone would argue that Fusion was a faithful dub. Not quite. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what actually shows up at the end. And then moving on from that, we have Zero Two stuff to discuss. And at the very least, we'll get to bring up that they're, at least for now, still using the Kazuna movie logo. For now. Um, I mean, there's... Still the Kazuna art, pretty much. Yeah. So we get the new Daisuke design. It is effectively just the, like you said, the Kazuna design. He's slightly taller. He has a jacket. We also get to see him in his chef outfit. Not too much to talk about there. Although I 100% love that they went to the effort to actually explain the epilogue idea. Like, yeah. like she talked about it a lot. She talked about how a tree branches they out, went, but it's, but it's always still the same. Into, they went more into depth on the epilogue question than I expected them. And to. then after yeah. that, I see people going, "Well, she didn't understand the question." It's like, "Yes, she fucking did. You didn't understand the answer." I mean, the question was whatever she wanted to make out yeah. of it, and she was very clear about what she was talking about too. Mm-hmm. Like people thinking that she didn't. I 
saw multiple people going, well, she didn't understand the question was about Ken. No, she got no, it. She got answered it. it perfectly. She her basic answer her answer stripped stripped down to be small was basically the tree has new branches. It's the same tree. It's the same top. It's the same roots. It's just how it's going to get there, whether it's something that could happen in real life or not. She took a yes no question, uh, what was essentially a yes no question, and elaborated into something meaningful. Yes. everyone should appreciate that. Yes, that uh, that was they're an amazing. Just mad that what they wanted isn't canon. Yeah, they're just they're just mad yes. that the answer wasn't what they wanted. That was an amazing fucking. Like answer. she didn't. They were mad that she didn't say yes or no. Like it basically even started out with them going. No, at no point have we ever thought about changing the answer. And I believe she mm-hmm. said something to the effect of she would argue if anyone tried. Or something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. Like, like It's like, one, no, nothing's been changed. And two, it, it kind of could, though. Yeah. And then, last night, they it's put up... a long time. There's plenty of ways to get there. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she even pointed out, like, the exact years and everything... And it's like, yeah. And she even, also said that it's like I wanted to write something that's like hopeful for the characters. Yes. Like I want them to have yeah. like yeah. a good life. Yeah. yeah. And then last night they started their little series, The Road to Digimon Producer, with the assistant producer posting stuff. He posts, oh, look how coincidentally that's laid out where you can cut, where you can see Daisuke from Kazuna, but nothing else. And you have the Kazuna movie logo. It's the proposal. And hey, look, he found the original adventure proposal. And maybe we'll go into that next time. Good I will tease, say, good tease. yeah, I will say they framed it all very well. Like a lot of times when we get these type of articles, the framing is really poorly, well, poorly done. And this time it worked really well. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what pops up for that next time. And of course, they also point out they're not going to delude. Give us a deluge of O2 stuff this early. We no. will see. We no. will see bits and pieces until, because no one wants to do a huge announcement and then have nothing for years. That yeah. would be horrible. And then, hey, look, I, I I hate that you made a good segue on that because I wanted to say more about the anime, but continue. No, no, you you go ahead. You, you well, go I, ahead. I just wanted to say that I I really did think they did a good job with the the anime segment overall. With the 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 O2 discussion, the ghost game, and the Tamers discussion, that was all deeper than I was expecting them to go, and I I liked that. That was probably the the most meaty part of of Digimon Con. And I then, also really enjoyed the discussion on the uh, Hurricane Touchdown movie. It's like, yeah, we were about to sit down and do this, and then apparently, it's like, no, you can't make it depressing. This is why it was kind of a hot mess. Yes. And then, speaking of hot mess, the video game section of Digimon Con. We found another. That. We found another seg. We found another segue in there. <laughs> that is actually impressive just how much that felt like an implosion like they were told they had to fill an hour. Oh man. That was <sighs> So oh, how, so, how so, flops, flops sweat it was great. So okay, so we got a new Digimon Survive trailer. The game exists. Uh Ish. At, <laughs> that's it. The the, de- <laughs> the developers switched from uh Witchcraft to Hide. Now, what's interesting is is just who the developers are may have actually told us what actually happened. We don't know, but the switch to who the developer was and who the developer are interesting. They're both workhouse studios who don't tend to do games on their own. It may have, I honestly wonder if it was both of them in the first place. 
And at some point, Witchcraft just went, done. Because people are like, oh, no, the game wasn't working, so they fired him and moved on. It's like, I don't think that's what no, happened. No, that's not, no. It, and the footage of the quote-unquote updated game, uh, unless you are looking side-by-side, side, I don't think you would notice the differences. It was just a little bit more of it. Yes. Um, and, and oddly, and they decide to show that shot that's basically a remake of the shot from the adventure intro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and, and then, of course, we get the segment that happens every time they talk about Survive, where they stop to go, this is based on conversations with director Kakuto, based on adventure. Adventure, adventure. For a game that people seem to keep thinking is like a new thing, they really do love hammering in how this is borderline an adventure remake. And then that was it for Sur Survive, kind of like they did, you, you at least thought, I honestly thought the trailer at the end, like it would at least say 2022 or like fall. And instead or it's just like... They had questions opened up specifically for it on the website. It's like, okay, it's... Yeah, almost, just, almost, well... almost every Survive question was stuff we knew. Yeah. And, and honestly, you know, if... If we're going to put a semi-optimistic spin on that and saying Survive isn't cancelled yet is not... That's not the optimistic spin. We knew that. Yes. Uh, saying... I think the optimistic spin is would be that they're they're smart enough not to put a date on this until they actually are done with it. <laughs> or close enough to done where they can make that yes. announcement. Yeah. And the odd thing is... And I know you saw some of this AR. Uh, mm -hmm. The people who, and it happens every time Survive gets like act some sort of news or anything, where people clearly are not paying attention to the game at all. That or they don't remember because it's been so long. Every time people are like, oh, it's going to be a visual novel? What? Are we just giving up? It's like, it's, it was always a visual novel. A visual always. novel since the beginning. That's why I'm excited for it. Yeah. Not I wish they'd get, I've said this before. I wish they'd get rid of the SRPG elements because I, that seems to be the crappy part. I am 99% sure that we actually got nothing new for Survive minus some new footage with slightly tweaked graphics. I don't believe anything they said about the game was new. There are some, I think there are some details that got a little more elaboration. No, I think, I think, no, I think those I, were, I think those were all details from magazines. It's just now that uh, we're hearing them in English, it's easier uh, yeah. to get a grasp of them. But I don't remember hearing stuff about like number of chapters and that sort of I thing. I believe but. they, I think they did back in that interview where they talked about there being three paths and maybe they would do a fourth secret one. No, that part I remember. But that part I remember. It's the, yeah, I believe they, like the I, specific talk about like length and, and, and stuff like that. Like there, there, there are things I, I at least don't remember that was good to get a refresher for. And all in all, you know, what I'm hearing from the game, it, like, it does sound like I'm excited for the game. I don't know if it'll be You're not excited not, to play the game is the thing. You're excited well, to see the story and characters. If it's only 30% SRPG, I can handle that. That's but don't push it higher. We'll see. I, I, I mean, considering... The 30, I, I mean, honestly, though, 30% SRPG still could take up about 60% of the actual gameplay time, if we're being honest. Yes. That is the, yeah, SRPG battles aren't so yeah. it, 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 It's like my favorite example is Mario, because it's one of the better modern ones, and it's an easier one to get into. Even in that, battles can take a long oh fucking God, time. Oh my God, I've watched gameplay, I've watched footage of that, and it takes for... And Mario is a quicker-paced one. 
Yeah. And it is still long. Um, so we, and then we got some updates for the next story game. We already knew it was going to take place in the digital world and it will have the Olympus 12. I think, I don't think that's new information. That's technically that new, new as he's hinted that he was going to put them in a game, but it was never technically said they were in yeah. this game. Okay. Let's put yeah. Before in. it was just like, Oh, we're working on a story game. Yeah, and, and that was it. And him going, I want to use well, the Olympus 12. I yeah. know he said he, yeah, he said he's wanted to use the yeah. Olympus 12. This is just putting two and two together, really. Yeah, but here's the thing. I don't want to diminish it because this is one of the few bits of actual game news was that they would be there. I it's I like that they're at least acknowledging that yes, they're still working on a new story game. Yes. Which given how long it's taken for survive is still kind of surprising. Yes. And then the question and answer part is actually hard to discuss because it kind of <laughs> fell apart. It was effect. It was effectively answering questions we already knew the answer to because people kept asking them. And now people, because this is the one issue I actually really have with Habu, he needs to understand how to just say no and not give that producer answer of "Well, we'll see," because now yeah. people think that he's actually saying yes. Yeah. No, that was a lot of. This was Habu-san's reality check. Yes. Let's be real about this. Yeah. That was same. That was him saying, "No, we're not going to do this to a lot of different stuff." Yes, because like people go, "Oh, they said they might remaster, remake World One." Earlier no. in the same conversation, he said the World Series doesn't work anymore. He said that. Yeah. He said that a couple years ago. It doesn't mean they won't do it, but if they do it, it's going to be f- a quick port as filler, mm-hmm. or they will do a quick remake in the next order engine or something. It's not. I- going yeah. to be it's not going to be the grand remake that people think an emulate an emulated port maybe yeah and i don't get why people are so excited about the possibility of a, an emulated port like that who cares about that like that's really only for the people who played it originally like that's not going to get any new anyway yeah playing well here's the, the thing world one is one of those games that people who claim to hate nostalgia oddly like but they don't remember actually playing it 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 can be I a very weirdo that actually plays it regularly. It, it it it's kind of a miserable game to play. It's not a yeah. bad game, but it's kind of miserable to play through. You have to be a masochist to yes. love the game. Yeah, I mean, I I think you kind of need to be a masochist to enjoy any of the world games. But I mean, yeah, this, this I, 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 I maybe maybe, maybe I three May, maybe, three yeah. three I'll give a small asterisk to because that's kind of more story, which is kind of more. Generic well, JRPG, kind of. Yeah, it's more along the yeah. uh, precursor yeah. to like the story engine. You're not it doesn't really have like the V pet raising yeah. kind of aspect to it. Yeah. So a, a little bit of an asterisk on that one, I think. I'm not saying I like it. I don't like it. I'm just saying I understand that one being remembered reasonably fondly, even if I don't. It also had some really nice music. It, it's sort of like. I like Chrono Cross, and I'm looking forward to the new port. For people mm-hmm. who aren't, for people who are like, "Oh, I got into Chrono Trigger through the you know the current ports, or I played the DS version, mm-hmm. and I never got mm-hmm. to play Chrono Cross." Chrono Cross is going to be miserable for those people. Oh yeah, people. Uh, yeah, don't 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 <laughs> yes. go into Chrono Cross thinking it's a sequel it's, to Chrono Trigger. It, it technically is, but yes. don't think of it that yeah. way. It, it, it's I, a good Chrono Cross is a good game. It Chrono, is not a good sequel to Chrono. Chrono, Chrono Cross is a great story game. It's a great character game. If you're sitting there going, "Oh man, I loved Chrono." Trigger, 
I'm going oh. to love this. You need to get that idea out of your fucking yes. head to, to have any chance of enjoying it. But Chrono Trigger, for example, that's a game where it ports like that's a, that's beneficial because that allows exposure to a new audience who actually will appreciate the game for what it is. Yes. But because I, Chrono but, Trigger, Chrono Trigger, you can like that. You can go back anytime and play and enjoy Chrono, Chrono Trigger. Trigger is it's the same thing I tend to say about Dragon Quest Eleven. It is the generic quintessential JRPG that is done so fucking well. It does not matter that it's the generic quintessential JRPG. It's just done. Yeah. Per, borderline perfect. So That's, it's good. That that's the like you need yeah. to introduce someone to a JRPG in a hurry. That's yes. the game you go to. Exactly. Like, this is the, this you, is the tightest package you're gonna yes. find. Chrono Cross is the one you go. It's a great game, but then you warn them. Um, yeah. And then I I know what AR's favorite section of the game category was. The end. No, I know what no. his favorite section is. I don't. I oh. Raya. I saw that. I saw, that question came up and I went, oh. These fuckers are not gonna announce this, are they? It's just like, no. nope. That and was that, my most po- that was my most popular tweet of yeah. the night, by the way. So the we- so the weirdest, and it showed up a number of times today, are the people going, "It's like Bandai isn't listening to the fans; they're making decisions about money." What? What? That's well. That's that's the, what this is. Their job. That's their their job. Pe- they're, they're people to turn up profitable video games. I don't Pe- know what to tell you. People wanting the Ryo games. No one actually wants the Ryo games. They want the Ryo games in theory. They've heard that the story connects to adventure. They they want the opportunity to experience the story. Yes. They don't want to actually play the game. Basically, um, and then and the I played wo- the games. You don't. Uh, it's. Yeah, and then oh, yeah. the one thing yeah. that everyone you don't, you don't want this. Yeah. The one thing that everyone was wrong on. Everyone, no one gets to claim they saw this coming. Everyone was one hundred percent fucking wrong. Us, everyone, uh, as, we as all. You know how old the, the digitized characters are? No, we all one hundred percent went. Well, they're going to announce a new mobile game. Oh yeah, yeah. We all fucking missed that one completely. Like, oh my whoosh. god. Honestly, thoughts like, oh, they're killing off Rearise. They're going that, to announce a they're new ki- century. They're killing off Rear. I, I didn't think. I didn't think it was going to be New Century. I thought it was going to be something new. To be honest. Yeah, I was expecting something new. New porting New Century seemed weird since it's already been, you know, out and yeah. The China. now now the longer we go without that announcement, the more I think it's going to be New Century. I thought this was going to be like the early reveal of a mobile game that would launch like two weeks before Rear Rise left. Mm-hmm. No one called that they weren't going to announce shit. They weren't even going to talk about it. Like, I yeah. think Habu answered some some non-questions about about mobile games, but yeah, they weren't. it wasn't really connected to like Rear I I honestly think it would work better if he would just say no to stuff mm-hmm. his answers always fall into that vein of well if it's something you guys want we can consider it for the future and think about and that does not work not because people big, bitch. yeah why are you like why are they even asking like why are they even asking these yeah, questions these the were, this, was, this was pre-recorded i don't know why they had like half a dozen different answers where the answer was basically just well we looked yeah. at it and no way in hell were any of you motherfuckers gonna buy this so no yeah, like they could have even said, like they could have even had a question. It's like, are you going to have something to replace Rearize? And the answer could have been, watch this space. Yes. Uh, so that's it for games, because games had no news, even though we oddly were able to talk about it for a bit. 
And then the and then they talked about it for an hour yeah. and didn't have anything. And then to say. the surprise news was we knew there was going to be product talk. It was different in the U.S. and Japan. The Japan one was mostly going over stuff we knew about. The U.S. one was ninety nine percent going over stuff we did not know about. So first, the original VPET twentieth anniversary is coming back for fourth wave of funky colors. We get like a gray mon one, a guru mon one, a like city camouflage, and then a tie dye one. I love the tie dye one. Give me my ass encrypted yeah. device that I'm never actually going to play. Yes, and then my favorite part was when they go from the third wave. One of the colors was based on the '90s. They didn't clarify which one, and I just went, "Oh, we fucking know which one it is. <laughs> it's the one that looks like a Taco Bell." <laughs> a 90s Taco Bell at that, yeah. And not only that, I'm pretty sure the old stodgy clothing store Mervyn's changed to Mervyn's California at one point and went with those colors also. Those oh. colors, you would walk into a place in around 1996 and those colors would just appear. I'm just expecting a talking chihuahua to show up with those colors. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> and then something else, we actually knew this was coming, we just didn't have like the solid proof, was that Digimon would be joining Bandai's Anime Heroes line. These are basically well These are basically cool. well well priced US action figures. These are basically based on, you know, discounts they're between 15 and 25. Yeah. Wave 1 will be WarGreymon, which looks really good. Mm-hmm. Omegamon which looks really good. The Omegamon kind of like mentally bothers me because when I look at it, I just go, "Wow, it's exactly like the animation head." Like, and it has, like, the animation eyes. Like, it yeah. throws me off because, like, when you look... And they even, like, brought up that the goal was to make it look anime-ish. Like, when you look at the head and, like, the big eyes, that's 100% him from the current... the From Adventure well, 2020. Well, it, it is in the Anime Heroes line, so. Yes. And then uh, Bielzaman, who will come with various gun accessories... I always forget how long his arms are in his design, so seeing it in the yeah. toy kind of like throws me off, and I'm like, but and I'm like, but wait, that actually is like how long they're supposed to be. It's a little I think. awkward, yeah. Well, it's usually holding a gun half the time, yes. so or uh, riding a, a yeah. riding the bike. Yeah. So wave one will be those three, and we all look forward to the convention exclusive Black War Raymond that they did not announce, but we can all see coming. I I 100 see that happening. Like it will be like a Comic Con exclusive. It'll be Black War Greymon. Uh, I mean, they just love doing that in general. So. Yeah, it's Although, so easy. Yeah. As for the V pets, uh, am I wrong or did the packaging change very slightly? For some something, maybe it's just that it's a render. It looks slightly off to me. That and, dude was really excited about showing off the packaging. I'm not yeah. going to question him. Yeah, and uh, I I think the popular one here is going to be the tie dye. Yeah, people are oh, really yeah. people really enjoying that one. Um, and Do you then, blame them? no, not at all. Yeah. It, it looks nice. It was one hundred percent unexpected that these were gonna pop back up, though. Yeah, I expect they'd be moving on to the more the well, they're doing the and... well. I didn't expect the pendulum at all because they're in the middle of launching the X two. Mm. At that point, you're gonna be clashing. Here, they can at least go. Oh no, it's the original one brought back again, and then. As for the actual Digimon Con, how did we all feel about it? I quite like mm. go like the game stuff well, aside. The, the game stuff I was a killer I, at the beginning because the game yeah. stuff was laughably awful. But yes. other than that, I, I think it was. I like the general idea of it. The idea worked. I think one thing that may and I, I stand by this, even though I get why you do it all in one blow. 
I think if you're going to do stuff like, okay, the card game, each one's an hour to show off the thing, split it into two or three days, have a few minutes in between categories and just play some music. That way, you know, because here's the thing, do like two and a half hours, three days. I would do like one four hour, like maybe you don't have quite so many card games. Like, well, I think it was a good... It so, was a good demonstration it was. for the card game. I think that but, was like it was really putting the card game's best foot forward. Well, no, I that. think that I think that's five the, matches was five matches was I, a lot. I think that's the idea, though. The idea was was they're going to have the audience. We need to show more people the card game, so we have to show yes. it properly. I don't. That's, I think why you why you have to do it all in one day because people will check out if there's something on day two they don't like. But but here's the thing that happened here. You had people watch the game section, check out immediately, go, "Well, the whole thing was a fucking waste." When 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 <laughs> well, o- when, when only an hour had passed, and I think that leading off with the games was kind of a, a mistake. It, like I would have crammed that in the middle when yes, like they could have been buried quickly, yeah. like before before the anime stuff, but definitely not first. Um, I would say the hosts were very energetic. I would say. Do not have them say everything in both languages, because yeah, that just that just that just tiring. eats that just eats time, and that in a six-hour stream is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Have them talk in English occasionally, subtitle in Japanese. Have them talk in Japanese occasionally, subtitle in English, because it's just mind-numbing having them say everything. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, we- especially when you can understand yeah. those of both languages. Like okay. Then we get yeah. the art contest stuff, which. The winners all nice, and people throwing up their art all night was great also. Yeah. Kenji Watanabe talking about how the odd thing for him and the other judges was they expected, like, Japanese and American art to be very different. And they sort of couldn't really... That didn't really happen. Like, they would almost need to look at the entry name to figure it out. <laughs> and, he, you know, he talked about how Part of that may be that, you know, when they started and he was doing most of it himself, his art's effectively American comic book inspired. And that hasn't really changed for his art. So seeing like all the art where like, you know, you can see, okay, there's a bit of anime here, a bit of X-Men here, that sort of thing. And it just, you know, a lot of art showed up. And when they put up the files on the site, the numbers were reaching like the thousands from what... I saw because they had the single numbers um, labeled. So I was grabbing uh-huh. the images to, you know, maybe throw them up in a week or two. It's like, okay, this got this Gamamon is entry eight. That makes sense. It's like, okay, the last Gamamon one is entry nine forty four. <laughs> so even ignoring that, that there probably aren't that many Gamamon ones. That means they basically got at least a thousand anyways, overall. Yeah. And um, they probably didn't mean to do this. The art they put up on the site was super high fucking resolution. Oh. So I, I nabbed all those really for myself. Nice. But, well, here, let me throw the cutesy Agumon one. Uh, the one that the, the, like, the SD minimal art style. Just so you guys can get an idea what oh, I'm talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah. That's uh In fact, I'm Ooh. not even sure it embedded the full image. It's 2,000 tall. Yeah, that's that is high. That's pretty high res. Yeah, especially for Bandai, where we're used to three twenty, three twenty JPEGs. I could put that off. I could print that, <laughs> that off and put that on a poster, yeah. and I'm not going to do that because yeah. that would be wrong. Um, and then we got the concert, 
which the concert was done very well. They started with Kazuna. The concert w- felt a little short, actually. It was like 15 minutes. That's about what we expected. It was four songs. I mean, I it was, was busy doing that part. It was it was what was on the schedule, but I didn't realize how short that was until you actually get it. Until suddenly, it's like, oh, they're at Braveheart already. We're we're done. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they went in reverse. We got Kazuna. People seemed very amused by the screens, even in the early ones. O2 got two. Then we get to Braveheart. And we got the nice panel, which we knew was coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the they pa- did that well. Yeah, I think they could have even raised the voices a little bit more just to have that. Yeah, I don't concert th- feel. I I was gonna say I wasn't sure how well I felt those were mixed in for me. It was it, it's sort of like background chorus when that's not the effect you want to be like you want that to feel like well to be cons- to be the, to the be crowd singing along. To be fair, it was said they were going to be inserted as the chorus, not as if they were there. That is the one thing i'll say about that although i agree with That's you true. they should have it's, treated it as an audience yeah it's true like the chorus you expect different things out of a chorus yeah, yeah. um then we move on vital bracelet the raid for all the attempts people made to stack that that didn't really happen it was pretty evenly split yeah yeah especially the early standings. The early standings were so close, you couldn't tell who was going to win. Diaboramon, Diablomon definitely won solidly. Um, Then they tease a new wave of dim cards. They say in store, so hopefully it's not exclusive, and it's Frontier. I'm I'm amazed how many people missed this. I I'm not. I tuned out for most of that. I guess kind of. No no no. I'm ta- no no no. I'm talking about people who watched the vital bracelet section. Were like they didn't announce any new dim cards. I'm like, oh, I, they I, did? I think they threw oh. that. I think they threw it up maybe a little too quick. Yeah, I think th- I think so too. Because they also had like they also talked about ghost game flushies. Yeah, those are being developed right now. Um, I like how they're saying they may release them overseas at a later date. They will give Vital Bracelet bonus things. Although, I, I feel like these are not accurate to the show in one specific way. Jellymon does not look like a shit heel. <laughs> like, Jellymon just has, like, this tiny smile. It either needs to be a mean face or, like, a wide, evil face. Like, the generic cutesy one does not work for her. Uh, they announced a Reaper raid for March. They announced there's going to be a new app with real-time battles for Vital Bracelet people, which that's nice. Uh, we talked about the, you know, talking the anime quarter. They went over O2 in detail. They told us what the main one was going to be here. Then we had uh, Ghost Game and Tamer's Talk. That was set up really fucking weird. It was weird, but I kind of got into it about like halfway yeah. in. Here, here's a functionally why this section was there. Ghost Games running now, and they're ending the 20th anniversary for Tamers, so they yeah. sort of just stuck them both there. But like they're both like they split the thing down the middle, and neither of them move, and it was very odd. Yeah, like, well, it was like they both had like they both had some experience with both Tamers and Ghost Games, so it's like they had. It's like they have one, they like ask a question and one of them answers for the Tamer's perspective and one of them answers for a ghost game perspective and going back and forth was, it was very disorienting, but then the par- they kind of hinted at a lot of the parallels between the two and I, I but even like But that. even those parallels were kind of generic-y parallels that kind of apply to half the franchise. 
a little bit, but it's now, still okay. I'm okay. It, it, a little bit, and I think the the bigger issue is that Ghost Game isn't landing on these parallels as well as Tamers did. Well, especially since a lot of the Ghost Game answers are kind of in that vein of the show's running. We can't talk about Ghost Game, but they had to say something. But I mean, but I mean, like talking about having the Digimon in the real world frequently, which I know that's not yes. just those two, but no, but like really, really trying to drill in on the, the Digimon tamer dynamic and that sort of thing, which it's like, I appreciate that ghost game is aspiring to that. I, I don't know if they're necessarily, <laughs> I don't know if they're that, hitting that's it quite the as me- well as they want that's to. The me- that's the meanest comment that sounds positive AR. They're aspiring to that. Well, they are. It's like, I can't say that the, I mean, I'm not going to say, suggest that the Digimon partner dynamic in Ghost Game is as rich as it was in Tamers, but they're, Uh, that's what they're going for. And that's what they should be going for. Because I think that the Digimon and to partner dynamic in Tamers is the deepest one we have in the franchise. Yeah. Um, They show the Gamamon art. I don't think we've seen all that art before. Most of Not it we have, all of it. but We've some seen some of yeah. the expressions. And to jump and to jump back to a minute, since someone in the chat is very confused, yes, they did announce a new vital bracelet app. We did talk about it. It's going to be the one that we talked about with real time battles between people. That's going to be a theoretically a new app. New app could always mean they'll just upgrade the old one. But yes, that's coming. We did talk about that, and I saw lots of people talk about that actually. It's just PvP. there's not it's just there's not much to talk about it at the moment outside of hey they're gonna do PvP. Um, then moving for that we kind of it kind of then jumped back to the vital bracelet with the Digimon Project theme, which I'm still very confused by the announcers on this one. They acted like we didn't know like the singer had been kept secret or something. It's like I didn't know that had been like some sort of a mystery. It hadn't been because one, her name was in the credits when they did the music video, and two, she was posting photos of herself on Twitter a week or two before when they went to record it. At no to po- be fair, I also I also didn't know there was an actual song for this whole thing. Oh, you never heard the full one before? It's very good, the full nope. one. Yeah, um, uh, I, I mean, I watched I watched I watched her yeah. perform it. Like, song's yeah. good, but oh yeah, th- yeah. I, I hadn't heard it until the uh, the pregame music. After after the fourth short, I think they did a version where it was the music playing over clips from all of them, and it was the full song. What was interesting to me was the pre-show music was actually a different version of it that we haven't heard before. So that was neat. The song was neat. I was a little confused what lines she was singing, to be honest. Those lines yeah, that they, they picked, we like they did a bunch of like she was doing the counterpoint or something. Yeah, that I, song. yeah, I got a, I was a bit confused by that because there's lines that I thought were like main lines in the song from her, and she wasn't singing them, and she made no attempt to sing them. So it's like, okay, this is what the plan is, but I don't understand. Well, I mean, I mean, in the recording, it might be her overdubbing. Maybe I I don't know. It was confusing a bit. But yeah, it was um, a weird choice for her to only sing like the the counterpoints and the choruses yeah. and that. Then they closed it up. We got the little toy section at the end, which it makes sense. It makes more sense to do that last now when you realize those segments were either live or recorded right before the show on the set, giving the appearance of it being live and everything. I think those segments were in fact live or pseudo live. At least Mm. the Japanese segment Mm. had the host. The English segment did not. 
So the English segment might have been recorded, but at least makes sense to have those now because the only major change was at the end. I still think it was it, it just a weird feel to have that kind of down they, slow. I, I compared it to a Sunday afternoon con panel. Yeah. At the very end yeah. There. Here's why they did that. They made no effort to edit them to the same length. Yeah. So if they had inserted it anywhere else, it would have been weird. The streams would have desynced and news would have started to pop out earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was neat. The toy news was neat to get because you. it was almost like, okay, yeah, maybe they'll announce a gem figure, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, there, it's American-specific figures. That's neat. Yeah, actual content. Hey. And then, oh. and then in V-Jump, they showed off the CSA D-Arc again. Nothing too exciting in V-Jump itself. Then Mon Mon Memo last night showed off the interface for playing voices one by one. Showing off some of the card slash things. And also teasing that once again, the cards will trigger different things on the different devices. Basically threatening you to buy all three. The demos they did during the stream was kind of fun. Like, it's nothing, nothing, I don't think it's anything we wouldn't have expected from those. But it was fun to hear. I'm very excited to see where this goes for future ones. Yeah, because because like we had the talk in the past about uh, last week about the frontier one for exa- doing maybe doing that because they've sort of now built a system where if they can just swap in the graphics and sounds and everything, mm-hmm. and I'm very interested to see where this will go. Um, then after that, hey, we have the confirmation of the UK Kazuna stuff. Good for them, not getting fucked over completely. Yeah, and that is. In about a week and a half, 7 p.m. at 10 locations, subtitled only. Want to protect that sweet, sweet dub for sales? <laughs> uh, so assuming they get it. A lot of people in the UK, like the instant this went up, they like swarmed for tickets. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, There's not- some weird locations they, they picked for those, though, if I remember correctly. I think they're pro- I They look to me like. Um, based on other movies that I could find those locations, they're ones that just generically tend to have a lot of event films. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's just, I'm just talking about like the cities that they're playing in. Like it's not yeah. necessarily the, the big ones. Well, I think the big ones is where you would have say, you know, your Spider-Man's all booked already. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, well, maybe not, maybe not this year, but yeah, but that, but that's what I mean is, is, the smaller ones are trying to get people in who would go to the bigger theaters for other yeah. movies. Um, I assume there's, but I assume there's big theaters in like Bristol. Yeah. So I'm, there'd be small theaters in London. Yeah. So hopefully we will see how that goes. Cause you would think they would just, you know, beam it in with via, you know, whatever the UK equivalent. I think the UK equivalent of fathom is fathom actually. <laughs> So we'll 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 see how that yeah, comes out. Because memories from Tripart Five, not to want to comment yeah, on that. But uh, here's the thing: Fathom has an issue where their stuff does not always deinterlace correctly. Because they beam it in 1080i, which if you deinterlace it, fine, fine enough. It fine. Except a lot of times, a lot of people report that that does not happen. That happened to me with Tripart Six, in fact. I mean, or, I'm just happy at this point. I'm just happy if it has sound. Yes, yes. Or the people, or the people in the theater don't set up things in the room properly for that satellite feed. 
So, uh, like you said, Triport 5 didn't have sound. When did that... I remember you said something about it. I just don't remember when sound actually showed up. Oh, it was, it was a good, like... It was like... I'm going to say it was like 15 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Uh, moving on from that. Cards. We have the pe- clean parallel cards from Booster Set 9. So that's done. We have the printable playmat, which didn't quite look as terrible as it, the last few have, so I didn't clean that one up. I considered it, but it didn't completely seem necessary. It would have been nice if they'd used art that was not like the first art we saw from this booster set. We've seen this art of Alphamon a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, the box topper cards are the babies. So we all get to see the, ti- the tiny baby Jellymon one is still the most amusing to me. <laughs> um, Tamer's set four set four was announced by premium Bandai before the convention. And I love that it is the, f- basically the, not, I don't think it was the first piece of art we saw as one of the first and the first promo card, but with all the Digimon on it evolved. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are still doing the same shit. Like on the card, you can see Patamon and Pico Devimon like slamming against each other. If you look at the playmat art, at the back right, you can see Anjumon and Devimon are doing the same thing, where they're like shoving against each other. So that's a neat little touch. Although I'm pretty sure I see Anjumon choking Devimon in that art, which is um, that's up for pre-order now for thirty-five dollars. It ships in September. It's odd they normally do something different for the uh, the Digitama baby cards. This time they're just including sixty rather than fifty. Um. V-Jump previewed. Nothing interesting, because by the time V-Jump scan showed up, we already had all this. So nothing super interesting there. And then we had uh, Fun Digica unboxed. Bushes at 9 had Kokolo match against themselves. And then, late last night, we got the winner of the character theme poll. It was Anjuamon and De- uh, Lady Devimon. I think voice ar i think you called that as the one you thought was gonna win i think i forgot this poll existed so i'll but i'll take the victory anyway yeah i think you called that one i was hoping dark masters but so so they will get some sort of accessory kit in the future so we will see and then in the wake of digimon con premium banda usa tossed up a whole bunch of shit so the three uh super csa d arcs 130 ships in November, that's not bad. A bundle of the first three retail Dynamotion figures for 95, a little high, but not bad. The Metal Greymon Blue. The Shota the Alphamon at 40 is actually really good pricing. For, it's um, pretty. Yeah. And then they keep putting up the vital bracelets and treating them like they're new. Yeah, it's like, oh, we have a pre-order up for the white one. Yes, and and, like, the, and no one told the announcers this at Digimon Con because they kept talking about it being new. They're like, we're we're announcing the Vital Bracelet version white, which you can pre-order now. It's like, technically, no, you cannot. You can order it, but it, it's out. You can go buy that right now. Um, then. Digimon profile went up. A very nice one about the X antibody, the X program. Like it was very short, but like a nice amount of detail in this one. I thought 
It was very short, but it had uh, it had more it had a better explanation of X evolution than X evolution did. Yes, it, I was gonna say <laughs> I was gonna say it's like the best detailed X evolution explanation that I've seen, especially since it really was short. And that Agumon Hakase art's great. <laughs> Pondering his orb, yeah. and then the beloved poles return, and it's about slightly ghost- less beloved every time. It's Ghost Game. What's your favorite feature, Digimon? And episode nine, they skip and they just do both the brother and sister from episode ten. I, the funny thing is, looking through this, it's like, man, there really isn't a lot of meat on this series. Looking through the Digimon list, it's like, like going, okay, what did this? It's like, okay, uh, congratulations to Seal for winning. Probably. I mean, I voted for Seal. I think Pumpmon's gonna win, though. You think Pumpmon's gonna win just based I on name? Pump- I think Pumpmon has it in the bag. Mm, I don't know. People seem really happy to see like Seal show up in a poll. I'm I'm kind of wondering if she'll win. But yeah, yeah. Pump- but everyone goes for Pumpmon in general. So. Everyone loves that fucking pumpkin head. So we'll see. And uh, we're sorry to Zasomon, who's probably going to be last or higher because people keep trying to make Weedmon jokes. Yeah. So Z- Zasomon Zasomon might surprise us. Due to the week. Zasomon is going to get a flood of votes for at one time every day. <laughs> uh, and then Crane Game plushes. We have a giant Patamon, which is available now. It looks exceptionally soft, unlike the last one, which has the feeling of Velcro. Yeah, it, very, very soft. And then we get um, Agumon and Greymon, which are being called big. Then Tailmon, Gomon, who were basically also called big, but with a slightly different word, so I used large. Uh, the Agumon and Greymon are 9 inches. The Tailmon and Gomon are 7.9 inches. The very weird fucking thing at the Banpresto site, it actually changes the specification of which show these are. Agumon and Greymon use the labeling of Adventure. Tailmon and Gomon use the labeling of Adventure 2020. I don't know if that's going to pan out when they come out uh, March 3rd, but we do not have long to wait to find out. I honestly am trying to decide if I'll be surprised if that happens or not. Because that really feels weird at this point. That does feel weird. Yeah. So we will see. that. Because, like, do you know how many times I, like, copy-pasted the thing? Like, okay, the colon's here. Is the colon here? It's like, it's definitely there. It's very strange to look at because I keep looking at it, assuming that I must have done something wrong. Because <laughs> here's the thing: like the because like the mark the press image is still um, you know Taichi and Agumon yeah. from the new show, but like yeah. the actual text specifies them as the no, different yeah, shows. The title the title clearly has a colon in one and yeah. not in the other. Yeah, and I keep thinking, okay, I'm not going to think about it about it anymore. Yeah. So those, at least it's not at least it's not savers arbitrarily. Yeah. They've done that. They did. They do that with V Tamer stuff, so they don't have to deal with, <laughs> with Shueisha. Um, and then we move on. They talked about this before, but it feels like it caught everyone by surprise that it existed. Like uh, the interview in um, it was the interview with uh the current person in charge of Digimon where they talked about how it was taking time to do this because they had to make sure stuff was right. Where um, the reference book is now up in English as the Digimon Encyclopedia. Um, 
The names are still terrible, although they changed one of them from a long standing yeah, name. I was going to say, what were you talking about making sure, what are they talking about making sure everything's right? Well, I mean, in the sense of that, like, phrasing work, if something was like super Japanese in phrasing, what would an English equivalent be? Mm. They talked about how they weren't, but yeah, translations are still kind of wonky. They, at some point, someone's going to need to check, because here's the problem. The links are not, um, like, on with the will. If a thread name is changed, that does not matter. Right. The link works because it looks for the number in the database. Yes. Um, that is now ha- not how the reference book works. It looks for the exact page name. They changed They changed at least one name, which means that's broken everywhere on the internet that had it. Um, it's no longer Loader Lyoman. They've changed it to Loader Leoman. Well, that messes up my fanfic. <laughs> um, so th- that name is broken. So I'm very curious if I go to Wikimon right now, if that is already, because that was not fixed the oh, other good day. God. <laughs> So if I loader Lyoman, if I could spell it correctly, my hands keep slipping. Loader Lyoman. It still says loader Lyoman for the page. And if I click the link, it takes me to the generic reference book page because that is where the reference book kicks you if a name is not correct. Now, that's not Wikimon's fault. It's hard to actually... The only reason I even knew that was someone messaged me before it was like just wanted to let you know this weird thing happened and i was like okay i'll try to find a place to put it and they went great and it's like oh, okay that is changed that's strange and then i also went man i wonder what else has been changed without any notification at all that no one is going to notice until we find a broken page so that- I, I i'm just kind of clicking her oh Oh, I, I'm just kind of clicking around and stuff, just seeing how they catalog this. And it is interesting that if I search for the G's that Gatomon shows up and she's not listed under like T or something like that part. Yeah, got the, the search appears to be a bit broken, to be fair. The search is, is broken. Yes. I'm talking about the bottom, the yeah. bottom uh, attributes. Yeah. Stuff. When, when I was I was trying to use the search and I'm like, I can't get anything to appear in the fucking search at all. I was just trying to see which where Tailmon would show up if it would be under the G or yeah. T. And it's it's under G, which is nice. Is not what I would have expected. Um, and then. From the Japanese stream, Tenya Buno did some Dreamers art just, you know, to celebrate Digimon Con. Yay, Dreamers, it still exists. Yeah. And we get Pulsemon with the Bulkmon thumbs up. He's um, trying his best. Yeah, then we got episode social art, which I don't know why I love this image of them so much. <laughs> of Saber Jamon and Dark Lizard. It's like Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, yes. yeah yes. that's exactly what it looks like. And I kept trying to decide if I thought it really was Banjo-Kazooie or if it just was coincidental. And I it, keep looking it, at it, I'm like, I'm not sure. I don't think it is deliberate, but it, it just happens that effect and it's very yes. adorable. And then we have questions. You guys in the chat can toss them up. Uh, Diego sent in one. There was a good page of him like going... Um, I tuned in to Digimon Data Squad expecting to see Bomber Nanamon. It was like a very detailed joke, and I'm sorry, I don't have the time to go over it, Diego. It was very long, but it was very well written. Um, he wanted to know, what do you think would be the funniest dubism to add to a faithful dub out of context? I think they've already done that. I mean... Adding the prodigious multiple times in Trying Kazuna. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Trying Kazuna had a few things like yeah. that that 
just little stuff. Like you can, that's the little stuff that you can add while still having a faithful dub. And yeah. I, that I sort of, I, that I would not be surprised at all if they do, especially if it's still Studiopolis. Yeah. Like they're not afraid to add little stuff like that. Yeah. Like they'll add the originals nostalgic enough as it is. They might as well add a few nods yeah. to the original dub. Oh yeah. Especially with uh, Zeno being a fan of the original dub and Diskin eff- effectively having it memorized, I think. And and it wouldn't shock me at all to have some of the former cast members show up in little roles like they yeah. did that in the original. Uh, I would assume they probably won't. Because really? if they were, they probably would have been under NDAs and wouldn't have said they weren't in it. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean they won't we also pop don't up know later. How far along, we also don't know how far along they are. Yeah, that that's true also. It, there's the appearance of them being quite far, but that could always just be happenstance. Yeah. Um, and then someone wants to know if they wanted to push the show starting back to April without a long show, would they air repeat something? They would not. No. Um, they would probably air try, to be honest. Oh, like in episodes? Yeah, they have that cut, and most, yeah. and a lot of those premium OVAs have episode cuts that would eventually air on TV when they needed something to air. That seemed to be the idea of the episode cuts. Yeah. Or they had expected they might. Or they had built it in thinking they might do a US TV deal and they really didn't yeah. want they wanted yeah. to still be able to say the movies hadn't aired. Yeah. That would have been awkward, but Yeah. Like they have like Tri does have an anime style opening. So It's still weird every time to see that, to be honest. It is. Like yeah. I'm not saying it wasn't clumsy, but Yeah. Um Okay, the next one I found interesting just because I wish there was more details to explain what made them think of it. Everyone seems to have multiple online subscription services. What service that you pay for do you watch, listen, or whatever to the most? Disney Plus. I think at the moment for me, it's probably Twitch Turbo. Because that, that's the one that makes every stream commercial free on Twitch. Okay. Yeah, we've got, like, we, actually, I should say, I should probably say, I think I watch Hulu more than anything else right now. It's between Hulu and Disney Plus for most watches. Well, do you, but do I you, also do have, you, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. But I also have, uh, I also do have Netflix Prime, and I think I have somebody's HBO password that I don't use enough. Okay, okay I was going to say for the uh, Hulu Disney, do you pay for that as the get all the Disney crap. Bundle. Yeah. Well, yeah, I have, we have the whole bundle. Okay. Thing. So that's, I, so I also, I also do, I also do use ESPN plus a lot. Yeah. Okay. So you basically have the, the Disney. Yeah. House. I've got the whole Disney package. Cause okay. my, my soccer team has games on ESPN plus. And if they get promoted, I'll, I'm, I'll be on doing Peacock in the fall. I mean, so do I, just because my mom is obsessed with Disney. So we got that, but we had Hulu to, begin with and it's just even if no one in the house uses espn it's still cheaper having them yeah okay so it's so it's disney for you also dev uh i actually prefer uh the funimation one surprisingly yeah that's fair i mean we used the disney plus one for the when we did our marvel watches which we finally finished we go we should say we we finished endgame yeah we're not done anymore Especially now that not only does every TV show, even the stuff like it looks like the unconnected cartoon is now connected. Yeah, we haven't figured out how we want to do the series. Yeah. Like, we don't know if we're going to like make WandaVision appointment television and go from there or what we want to do. Yeah, it's um, 
there's almost too much Marvel at this point, to be honest. Yes, there is. It, it all because but when it was like when it was like two or three movies a year, it felt fun. It almost has started to feel like a job if you want to keep up with it. It does, and I'm kind of not keeping up with it anymore because it's like I have other stuff. This is too much. I have other stuff to do. Yeah, like yeah, I got through the. All this shit sucks. We finished Infinity Saga like a month ago, and we haven't gone to anything else. It's like it's just. So much there, and it's like we know the the story continues in some fashion, but Endgame kind of tied things up as far as that goes. Like whatever dangling ends are out there aren't that interesting to us. Yeah, so, some of the stuff that pops up is interesting, but I can one hundred percent understand why you go. Oh, that's not interesting at all. They finished. Well, uh, it's yeah, it's like I'm sure they can make it interesting. Yeah, I, I would say the most it's, unne- it's unnecessary. I would say the most interesting is probably Loki at this point. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, Loki's Loki, so Wand- I, I have WandaVision, I feel like I would have liked a lot more if they had started off with a three episode premiere. Because well, we, can, we can marathon it. So. No, absolutely. The the first few episodes play it mostly straight and that gets a little grating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can see how that would be a problem. Yeah. Especially when it's week by week at watching yeah. it as it was. So yeah. ma- marathoning it through, if you marathon the first three episodes, three? I would say, because okay. I believe that's about where stuff starts to happen. Then you can go, oh, okay, I will let this marinate for a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah. And then you'll also go, oh, it's... Uh, Deborah Joe Rupp from that '70s show. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, she shows up a bit in it. it. It very much captures the sitcom feel, but the first few episodes really lean into it so much that it's great. It doesn't bit. feel like there's anything else going on. There's maybe five or ten, five, fifteen minutes total between the first two episodes of this is not a uh, sitcom. And that's gotcha. that's a little much for me. That's not enough. Yeah, that's not enough. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then Ramon wanted to know: Were we surprised they didn't do a Pulsemon mascot for Digimon Con? No. At this point, Pulsemon no, is definitely yeah. the mascot of the Vital Bracelet. But even with the manga, there's not enough juice there to make it worth their effort to manage three mascots. Yeah, because they already had those two. Yeah, it's sort of like. Um, the Gabumon mascot has mysteriously vanished. Stripped for parts. Yeah, it, it does. The is the Gabumon mascot somewhere in a box, or have they ripped him apart to make him Gamamon? And then when Ghost Game ends, will they reassemble him with whatever parts are still there? <laughs> yeah. Hey, foam is expensive. Yeah. There, there was a Gatchmon mascot that no one's heard from either. <laughs> Possibly. Well, here's Gabumon. the thing. I may be wrong. I don't think the Gabumon mascot had ever appeared up to that point. I believe the Gabumon mascot post-dates Gatchmon. So Gabumon may be the Gatchmon mascot. Yes, that's actually (laughs) because I believe prior to them, they only had the Agumon. Mascot Watch 2022. Um, And then Gabumon's pelt is just going to show up randomly in some storefront next month. Um, Juggernaut wanted to know how much of Digimon Con do we think was live and pre-recorded? I believe the announcers, the like the host stuff was live. I think everything else was pre-recorded. I don't think any of that was live minus the hosts actually sitting there and 
either that or they because they were commenting on some tweets and YouTube. I don't know why you would look at the YouTube comments if you're hosting it. Oh, That's terrifying and horrible. I don't know why they even brought those up. It's like, no, don't mention that there's YouTube comments because yeah. it's going to be exactly what you'd expect. Yeah. So I will take that at face value and say that was live. Nothing else was. To me, at least. Do you think Digimon Con returns? Yes. Yes. Th- they yeah. kind of framed it multiple times as, this is the first one, this is the yeah. first one. Uh... Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean that it's going to be six hours next February. Yeah, they may tweak it. Yeah. They may make it more than once a year. They may do another one in October. I, I, don't feel, know. I feel like if you're going to do get the energy from this type of thing, you have to do it once a year if it's going to be this fucking long. I think at times DigiNavi serves them better. Yeah, maybe. Because I mean, I'm, I'm thinking six, that maybe six, if, six hours is a long thing to ask for. If they do another one, maybe it, I'm thinking like if they did one to help promote whatever comes after Ghost Game, a fall one might be warranted. But they would definitely not want to do six. No, hours, see, so. I think that's where you do DigiNavi, like the Ghost Game DigiNavi we got, where it was very focused, mm. and, and especially since because that was only so long, they were able to focus on Ghost Game. It wasn't, you know, because if you talk about an hour of a new show in something like this, that gets fucking buried if you have any actual news. You know what I mean? Yeah, I but, guess. But we'll see. You're not wrong in that if they made it like three hours, it would probably make more sense for doing it multiple times a year, at least to me. You can make the six-hour work. I don't know if you can make that work like quarterly or something, though. No, no, no. Six hours isn't going to work quarterly for sure. Yeah. And I also think the reason why you wouldn't do it in fall is is then that skews kind of close to DigiFest. And then yeah, are you, the tr- the, and then are you still gonna do another one? Then are you still gonna do another one in like winter, spring yeah. type? I don't know. Yeah. But I think the format works. I think if you wanna stick with like the convention name, you have to make it feel a bit more convention y though. Yeah, throw in like throw in some music in between so that if so- yeah. here's the thing, here's the thing. We did not want to see everything. If someone yeah. did want to see everything, you're forcing them to decide when they're going to eat, when they're going to drink, when they're going not necessarily drink, but when they're going to pee and all that. Give people a few minutes between things. I mean, conventions do the same thing to be honest. Like there is a nonstop. They don't very few conventions do a lunch break anymore. No, they don't, but generally they're there's so much happening you have to schedule what you're going to do also if you're going to do you know if you're going to call it digimon con you have to do you have to offer you have to be promising a lot more than like announcements like i I think that they you know longer entertainment segments would be that valuable there yeah or like more audience participation like have more contest results like have cosplay or collection no see see i don't think that works for one reason is They've all they're already running long as is. Yeah, like you have to figure out how to condense it. And I think that maybe shorter panel segments. I think if you want maybe. I think if you want to do cosplay, if then that's okay, a five minute cosplay segment here yep. in between things. Yep. You can't it's just kinda like the art yeah. deal. Yeah. yeah. Just, or, like fl- just do like during in an intermission, just kinda like scroll like a yeah, exactly. Have five minutes of fan art with music behind it. I don't mm-hmm. think you could do 
an hour, hour and a half cosplay segment, and still because this God, is no. here's the thing: no. the, the even grades don't run. The one, the, the one thing everyone does need to understand, and most of us do, but a lot of people on Twitter didn't. They're like, "This is like a six-hour product showcase." Yes. No. Yes, that's entirely the point. Yes, I it, mean it's it, a selling the brand, but no, but that's what I mean. It is selling the brand. It is not anything else. It's, right. Let's see. Um. Would we like this? Ian wants to know. Would we like to see more fan art of established Digimon with cosmetic tweaks? I mean, that's kind of the point of fan art. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Do what you want. And as for YouTubers, I don't care if they're upset because they were checking hashtags and got an Eiffel. I didn't have that. Neither I did I. Yeah, if 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 they were getting an Eiffel, then I don't know what they mistyped because I know AR was watching it. I know I know almost no one. Who was? I didn't see anyone complaining about that, and I get, did I. I get, ha- uh, I get I, random I, hashtag porn playing. I was I was told that some YouTubers did complain about it, but I didn't see it. And I didn't see anyone actually complain, actually comment on oh, it well, at all. I don't all. know if I don't know if anyone's complaining because I was trying to ignore the. I mean, I generally ignore YouTube live chat complaining anyway. But yeah. But on the on the on the thread itself and Twitter, I didn't see it. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah. So, I, I think all three of us ignore YouTubers as much as possible, to be honest. At least in this vein of it's the it, oh no no in gen, in general I ignore Digimon YouTube as much as I yeah can. so do I because it, it's all clickbait it's all clickbait about stuff we're talking about anyways. Yep. Exactly. It's yeah. just like do you know how many? I already know this shit. Yeah. What can you possibly yeah. tell me? I I see enough of the junk on Twitter when search. Do you know how many people were saying for sure they announced they were going to say the date for Digimon Survive? I the only reason oh, I would watch any Digimon YouTuber is to see if they try to backpedal that, because a lot of people promised stuff that was never going to be delivered, and now they have to convince their audience that they didn't lie. Oh yeah, wouldn't you? I think you pointed out like someone who did like a fifteen-minute video on Digimon Survive release date coming soon. You're like, oh no, multiple Digimon Survive. Yeah, multiple people did that um, last year when that one store listed like September, and people were like, and people were like, oh no, it's not the one store. I have a source. It's like no, it's the one fucking store, and you're pretending you have a source, and no one said shit when September rolled around. A bu- I had multiple but, that, me- but that's what's great because it's like it's really hard to have a Digimon channel and not have a Digimon con follow up especially if you tease something that's going to be happening yeah. over the weekend and the problem like is you is, sort of have to do something and just just from Twitter feeds a lot of them were promising survive stuff that mm. not only didn't get delivered but that may have never been said in the first place yeah and more people in our chat are saying they didn't see any not safe for work art under the con hashtag yeah. either yeah I, so was... yeah i don't know um yeah. but yeah i not like redamon's trending <laughs> 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 but yeah um it's hard for us to comment on it honestly because we don't pay attention to digimon youtube i i do not i yeah, do not good, i do not reason. i i i I do a podcast, which is the news with two people who I like talking with. We do speculate, but we keep it to a minimum or to fun. We are not here to convince you that you have to listen to us. We like you listening to us. We like seeing you in the chat. We will even be snarky with you because 
we interact back and forth. We're not here to and we're not here to pretend we're something we're not. We're not here to pretend that we have secret stuff. It's clickbait annoys the shit out of me because it is yeah, inherent it is inherently lying to your audience to mm-hmm. convince them to watch for something they will not get. Yeah, and the chat here on our uh, our channel here is moving it moves at a reasonable pace from people who are using complete sentences. Yes. Um clickbait is just one of those things that annoys me because it is one of the rare times when it makes me go is that actually selling out because you're actually lying to someone. It annoys me at a personal it's level. Like- and I understand that that is part of the game with YouTube. You don't necessarily yeah. have a choice. It's like it, it makes it so frustrating because it's like, oh, what the hell are they actually saying in all this time? But I don't want to give them the click. Yes, and that's the other issue is is because the problem is is then people get upset about stuff later when they saw a YouTuber say it and they didn't have the time to watch the video to find out. Oh, that's bullshit, and then they get mm-hmm. upset when a show doesn't do it. It's the same thing with quote retweeting something you disagree with. Like if you're don't don't quote retweet oh, stuff you disagree. No, a lot a lot of people take a, no, take a uh, screen cap if you want. Yeah, a lot of people will wonder why when I make a comment on the with the will Twitter, I'll say a purse I saw this. And I won't say who it is. I won't take a screenshot of the person's account. I won't put their avatar there. I will say what I saw, and if you figure it out, awesome. I'm not sending you to them. I don't want to send you to them. I'm just pointing out that I know this has happened, and that is my comment on it. Yeah, but it's like I saw today that, like, generally the com- the the response to to Zeno getting cast as Ty has been mostly positive, which I'm really and people are all for. the one the been- one the one that isn't. Everyone yeah. is quote quote retweeting and commenting, and I don't yeah. even want to respond to those tweets because that counts as engagement for the first yeah. one. And that's that's what gets yes. them the traffic. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. do that. Yeah, don't if so, if you disagree with someone, you nothing them. You don't quote retweet them and explain they're wrong, unless you are actually trying to have a conversation with them. When it's fucking trash like it was today, take a snapshot, blank out the name comment on the image do not quote yeah. retweet them you're helping that person and we're not saying what it's about because everyone knows what it's about and it's yeah. fucking trash and we won't mm-hmm. fucking engage with that at all i know i won't dev's not dev is on twitter but not publicly even though i think her name's just dev q she just doesn't really use it ar doesn't get the reason we don't engage with it is is we want nothing i to do only with have it. an account just so i can view the tweets that my friends yeah. send me because other yeah. times it just oh, it's like, oh, you can't okay. view this. Okay, Mat- Matias uh, in our chat point, a great thing. They he they remembered a ghost game thumbnail that says not a click kid show. Oh, and today yeah. and today I saw a tweet from someone going, Ghost game hits hard. It would make Jason and Freddie um blush. And it's like, oh what oh, the f God. that's and, Ooh, kinky. Now, to be fair, I don't believe that was a YouTuber. I believe that was just someone who likes the show puffing it up. Mm-hmm. I disagree with doing that for one reason. They've I've been said doing, it, and I've been said, doing and I've and I've no, absolutely. Though. But I, I, you shouldn't do that for one reason. If someone tunes into Ghost Game, that's not what they're going to get, and they're going to right. leave. Don't, don't, don't sell them on what Ghost Game isn't. If, if it, like, here, it's no, a long ass, it's been around a long ass time. Don't feed the yeah, fucking trolls. Yeah, here, here's the here's the honest truth. Not the three of us are not all in on Ghost Game. We're waiting for something to happen. If you're all in on Ghost Game. Tell people why you're all in yeah. for it. 
I you, want to be all in on no, Ghost but, Game. No, no, but that, but not there yeah, yet. Yeah, but that's what I mean. If you're all in on Ghost Game, there's a reason why you're all in on it. It's not that the show's terrifying because it's not. But yeah. if you love the show, there's a reason you love it. I'm not going to pretend that I know because I'm very much on the fence. Although, and, uh, that said, if you sincerely think that Ghost Game is something super dark and, and all that stuff, like, really? Seriously? So, no, here, here's the thing. It, that's not on social media. I could understand a seven or an eight-year-old are thinking that. No, I'm I, seeing that on social media. No, no, I know. I'm saying, if you have a seven or eight-year-old niece or nephew and they think Ghost Game's dark, say you're... You know, you have a you yeah, know a no, kid, that's okay. and they think that's, it's that's they think it's dark. That's hitting the audience exactly as it yeah, should. That's great. Don't tell people that it's like watching Friday the Thirteenth. It's fucking not. There's if you like Ghost Game, tell people why you like it. If you like reading R.L. Stein books, you will like it. That is actually a, it's softer than R.L. Stein books, yeah, but it feels but it, feel, it feels like it wants to be R.L. Stein. It wants to be Goosebumps yeah. very much. Yeah. And Ruby Rose commented, yeah, they see uh, thumbnails talk about it having crossovers with Tamers or O2. Mm. They're dumb. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, last question, which was also from Ruby Rose, because we missed it. Um, They want to know, were we surprised that Atmon was absent at Digimon Con? Not Not really. Because... No, I was... was If Atmon was going to have any appearance, it was going to be like if they let a montage at the beginning with a montage. That was the only Atmon I was expecting to see. Yeah, for the time being, until they properly integrate it, Atmon only shows up in montage or full franchise things. But it's also like, you know, um, the Frontier. It's like the Frontier anniversary is about to start, and minus the dim card, did anything Frontier show up? Yeah, like there wasn't much for Frontier. There, there wasn't I don't think savers. There was anything, anything for, for savers. Um, yeah, yeah. That's just it's just the cycle yeah. we're in right now. Like here's the thing. Um, I I actually think it's might be closing like right fucking now. If you like Atmon, run and figure out how to register on Digimon Partners and vote in that poll if it's still open. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that is your chance to get a tiny little Atmon Bean plushie. Because the top three they're going to make, and Atmon fans better be voting for this one. Because if you lose this one, then you only have yourself to blame because you mm-hmm. had three chances. You're for only one. up against you're only up against Frontier Savers and Cross Wars here. No, not Frontier. Oh yeah, that's right. No, Frontier Sa- wasn't in that one. It's you're up Savers against Cross Wars. Sa- yeah, it's Atmon Savers and Cross Wars. That's it. This is Atmon's best chance to be able to yep. get one sure. thing in. Vote, vote for Gatchmon. Probably vote for Offmon. I imagine Offmon's the best chance there. Offmon would be really cute in that style. No, he really cute. would. But this is the chance for Atmon. I think the voting either closes or it's about to close. This is the chance to have something Atmon. Because this is at least the second time they've tried in the last few months to have mm-hmm. people go, we want Atmon stuff. Mm-hmm. This is a far more level playing field, too. Yes, so. Because Adventure's not there. O2's not there. Yeah. Tamers isn't there. S- nothing's, there's, nothing spe- is... there's nothing specialized that people can try to group vote for. It is Savers leads, Crosswords leads, Atmon leads. If you like... I, I think it's closed. I'm just going to say it's closed by now. If you like Atmon and you knew about the vote, this was the time to put up. 
One hundred percent. I still, I, I, I still hope they get into the card game somehow at some point. Oh, it, fe- I, it, it feels, feels like, like they will gold. eventually. It feels like, I, I, and I think I've said it from the beginning. It feels like at some point there's going to be a booster called Attack of the Atmon or something. Mm-hmm. And because there's going to be a bunch of Atmon showing up into the introduction of the card game, fans are going to be so mad, and I'm going to love it. No, absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna be super happy to see that there. I'm gonna be super happy to see Atmon fans be happy that they're there, because it, it's gonna be very fun. Especially thinking about like there's 112 cards in most sets that can cover most of the Atmon. Most of the Atmon. At least now, at least you can get the the, like now, the, the most of the significant ones. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. You're not gonna fill it up completely with Atmon. It's gonna be like half Atmon yeah, no, or two thirds yeah, Atmon. It up somehow. But like. You can get in all the important ones, and then the lesser important ones can show up in the future, because yeah. Atmon yeah. is in Atmon has a unique situation where we know everyone associated with Atmon. It's unique to Atmon. They can all show up, and we can go. It's Atmon. It's mm-hmm. not like say, like okay, if Lilymon shows up, you're going to say adventure, but you could also right. go, oh, I like Cross Wars. There's Lilymon. If it's Atmon, there's going to be no doubt what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. AR, have you done anything recently that people should check out? Actually, yeah. I decided that with 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 Rise <gasps> going down soon, um, I'm doing a. I'm gonna. Oh, are you actually thread. doing that? I'm. I'm actually doing that. I'm gonna do a Twitter thread as I try to plow through Rearize, uh, the rest of season two before it goes down. So I'm just gonna have a. I started it off with my thoughts on the first uh, eight and seven or so chapters. Just some thoughts on the characters. I'm gonna try to keep that updated as I go through Rearize. Awesome. That is very fun that you're going to do that. Yeah. So it's on Twitter. That's on Twitter at uh, firstagentarp. My Tumblr is uh, firstagent.tumblr.com. I actually put up some uh, stuff about the Cross Wars manga. Some people, I had a couple interesting questions about um, Katone versus you and what uh, Cross Wars manga would look like if it continued into Hunters and why. I think I saw, I think I saw, yeah, I was going to say, I think I saw that and I like, I think I was doing something else and I skimmed and the answer was, that's a terrible fucking idea or something along those lines. It's it's really dumb to speculate on and I explain on my Tumblr why that is. I should probably go and check that out, but I have a short attention span, so you'll have to remind me. Oh, goody. Oh, I, I like looking up and seeing a rant tweet about thing we already talked about. Just throw this at you before we finish up. And I tweeted it earlier, but we should probably point out, Habu is Bandai. Yeah, Habu is Bandai. Like when people, like that's... when people, like when people go, Habu wants to do this, but Bandai won't let him. No, that's he not he is the guy who makes the presentation that decides what they're going to do. If he is Bandai. Things up, it's him. Yes. He is the producer. It is his job to make that happen and to make the presentation for what they can actually do. But yeah, the funny part is, is if someone was there just for the games, they think Digimon Con was terrible. Everyone else is kind of happy with it. Maybe a bit long, though. Yeah. Um, I'm, but yeah, I'm so, putting in my... Yeah, uh, I see that. I will, tr- I will try... G. I already wrote the notes earlier, so I will try to remember to stick that in when I'm doing it. If not, yeah. poke me with a stick or poke me to yeah. retweet it. I'm also putting in the, the the manga, the Hunter's manga thing yeah. in here for Dev. Um, Dev, what Wikimon article would you like people to read? Uh, look up Tokemon X Antibody because I have no attention span. That, is, very that is the wrong response, Dev. 
I expected what? better from you. Loader Leomon? I was going to say Loader Lyomon before someone changes it to Loader <laughs> oh, Leomon. Yes. But then you have told me that's cheating. True. But Tokumon X technically counts as cheating Lo- because we had a card of him this week. Low-hanging fruit is still fruit, Dev. Um, 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 um. Speaking yeah. of fruit, I haven't kind of eaten since yesterday, so I'm going to go De- do that. Dev, you should do that. You know, I will it's say funny. this before we go. Dev, take better care of yourself. I I work in retail. It's not yeah. going to happen anytime soon. So, You're the one who kept us here for two hours. To be fair, you guys were the ones who were very happy to talk, but I'm so shocked we got so much time out of the game stuff. Nothing happened with the games. It's so, a lot of fun to talk about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, we were... So, before we go, we were all, like, oddly positive about where the game stuff was going to go, even though the games is not our stuff. Yeah, the game stuff stuff seemed like the stuff that it was going to be, like, okay, this is going to be pretty easy to... The the game stuff, it's not our stuff, but we were all, like, very game fans are going to get their stuff finally... And it just was like implosion. Con with an hour of nothing. nothing. It's so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Band. Okay. I I will comment on this in the chat, and then we'll go. Bandai is not against Habu's idea. He is Bandai. He is. Yeah, when he said when he when him. he when he says this is my idea and we didn't do it, what he means is is he wasn't able to show in a presentation that it was worth doing. Mm-hmm. It's not like Bandai's throwing him out. He's the producer in charge of the games. I, is, I also find it. I do find it very hard to believe he actually pitched porting the Wonder Swan games, though. Uh, like, is that a meeting that really porting? Happened? I I wouldn't be shocked if it was less porting and more like let's do an anime style game like we did with Digimon Adventure, but have it be about Rio and it'll be a mock remake of the old games. And the thing is, is no one gives a shit. I understand some people one hundred percent do, but yeah. no one cares. Yeah, no one, no one wants. To, yeah. No one will buy. So it. we will catch you guys next week with what we assume will be a much shorter show. Thank you, everyone, for showing up. Bye. 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 Bye.